so now god is going to speak to us through his word amen so i would love to ask you if you have your bible i'm going to be speaking in english so that we will not lose time in translation so if you have your bible lift up your bibles and you say this after me lord jesus influence me this morning holy spirit i thank you so much for being here with us this morning i thank you for your presence i thank you that you are the god who speaks to us and i pray in jesus name that you will speak to us reveal us bring us closer in knowing you so that we can be a blessing in the nations that you called us in jesus mighty name amen hallelujah so the next 30 minutes i would love to ask each and especially the children i want you to listen carefully because jesus is going to speak to all of us because now it's the time to hear the word of god wonderful now for the last since we started january to june we are meditating on the book of acts the book of acts is a powerful book that tells us how the early church lived the modern church is way different from the early church and during the covid time the church was shut down we could not even gather together we could not even enter the church building but that's the time the holy spirit spoke to us very clearly and he said church is not a building you go into church is not a meeting you attend to but church is a family you belong to amen how many of you believe that church is not a meeting you go to just because you came this morning on sunday that doesn't mean you have done church just because you attended a service doesn't mean you have finished your church church is a family you belong to look at someone and say you are part of the family of god come on turn around and say you are part of the family of god amen now we are on the 11th chapter of the book of acts it's a fabulous chapter it talks about a guy whose name is called barnabas can somebody say barnabas barnabas that was not his original name the original name for him was called joseph but somebody named him barnabas you you all have your pet names my original name is charles frederick daniel victor very english because my grandmother loved you know queen victoria and elizabeth so when i was born i was the first born in the family she named after his uh, you know the prince charles that's why i got my charles and frederick i don't know what where it comes from daniel i got it from my grandfather and then victor from my father so i have all english names but you know what at home nobody calls me charles frederick daniel victor they call me chinna chinna means small such a humorous family i don't look small at all you know so but anyway but you may have your pet name so joseph was his original name but the people around looked at joseph and they saw something in joseph and they named him barnabas can somebody say barnabas barnabas you know what is barnabas means son of encouragement <laughs> son of encouragement so i don't know how it's going to be called a daughter of encouragement maybe barnababi or barbie i don't know <laughs> i'm making it up but it it basically means son of encouragement look at someone and say you need a barnabas in your life come on you need a barnabas some people are not turning 
and talking to people maybe you have a neck pain i'm going to pray for your necks that god is going to heal immediately so that you can turn around and say okay now look at someone and say you need a barnabas in your life yes you need a barnabas in your life now um, there are few scriptures we're going to read and uh, and then we will see how the lord is leading us today this morning i want you to uh, turn your bible to acts chapter 11 but it's also up in the screen and uh, we will just uh, read a few verses okay verse 25 you'll see here on the verse 25 after barnabas left for tarsus to search for saul that's the verse we will focus on this morning what did barnabas do he left to search for saul and if you read the rest of the context i'll give you in few minutes so what's happening in this in this chapter in the beginning of chapter that people who are not jews are coming to know jesus okay because first the gospel came to the jews in jerusalem but then the holy spirit came upon people they started going everywhere and preaching the gospel and people who are not jews especially like us you know we are not jews right my my wife is 1/10th or 1/5 jewish race she's got because her grandparents have some kind of jewish connection her grandparents come from israel but i don't have any jewish connection you don't have any jewish connection but you and me believe in jesus because christians in those days they started traveling around jerusalem and they went every part of the world they came to know jesus that's why you came to know jesus do you know there's a guy called william carey he came to our country he was a shoemaker he came to our country he translated bible in 14 languages he's from england and he actually when he translated he worked for the first 11 years he was translating he had a cat with him and the cat accidentally stumbled upon on all his manuscripts that he was translating and everything that he worked for the last 11 years got burnt thank god for computers that we have we have auto save that's why cats are demonic don't have cats at home it's it, that's the moral of the story okay so after it took him again 11 years for him to construct again the 14 languages bible i can go on like this there was a guy called enry martin he's from england he came to nagpur and into a center part of india nag means snake pur means land snake land he came to the center part of india he translated a bible in our language in urdu and and in in farsi and he became a missionary many many were things like that there was a girl called amy carmichael i don't know whether you know amy carmichael was a small girl like asha when she received jesus heart to go and preach the gospel she wanted to go to china and she did not have money to go to china she went to an organization called hudson tyler and she went to them and said i want to be a missionary in china and they said no we don't take any more missionaries but you can go to a subcontinent called india she is like india i don't want to go to india but she went to india 
God told her, go there. And she arrived, maybe six hours from here, there is a town where it's called Donavur. She arrived there and she arrived and she saw a lot of girls being sold as temple prostitutes. And they did not have money to save themselves. So Amy Carmichael, when she grew up, she grew up with the beautiful English people. And all of her friends, they used to have blonde hair and blue eyes. But you know what Amy Carmichael used to have? She used to have blonde hair but brown eyes. So our friends will say, Amy, why don't you pray that Jesus will give you blue eyes? But every morning she will get up, she will go to the mirror and she will close her eyes and she will say, Jesus, give me blue eyes. She will open her eyes and it will be brown. It was like this. For many years she was praying. Nothing happened. When she came to India, she could not go inside the temple because she's super white. So she would take chocolate, I mean coffee powder, and she would take charcoal and she will powder it, put the charcoal on her blonde hair, make it black, and she will take the coffee powder, ground it, put it on her skin, she will wear a sari, she will go into the temple, rescue one girl at a time, one girl at a time from the prostitution. She will pay the money to the pimp, one girl at a time, one girl at a time. And in her lifetime of 57 years, she has raised and rescued more than 2,000 women from prostitution. And she started a school and a hospital and a church for these children to come up. Now, when she's old, she's now 80 years old, she's standing in front of the mirror. Her sari, her, her hair all turned black because of the charcoal she put. She's standing there, she's looking at her eyes, it's still brown, but she heard a voice from heaven, said, Amy, this is the reason why it did not change the color of your eyes. Hallelujah. Come on. Our God is a miracle working God. Your one yes can bring miracle to many people's life. Do not think that God can never use you. God can use you when you say yes. The most dangerous prayer you can pray to anyone, to God, is Lord, use me. That's the most dangerous prayer you can pray. And Amy said, Lord, here I am. Small girl like Asha. She heard the voice of the Lord to go to the nations. And today, the miracle happened. Same stories like you. You guys can be a blessing to anywhere. So this story, it's about a Barnabas. He, he is an ordinary guy. He's not a big shot. He's not one of the apostles. He's not one of the big dudes. He did not do many great signs and wonders. He was an ordinary man with an extraordinary God in his heart. But he had something inside of him. He, whenever people talk to him, they always feel encouraged. That's why he was called son of encouragement. Now, if you read the remaining part of the story, you will see there in verse 25, it says, Barnabas left for Tarsus to search for Saul and he found him there. He brought him back to Antioch for the entire year. They met with others in the church and instructed large numbers. So it was in Antioch, the disciples were first called Christians. So the name Christian did not, Jesus did not name us Christians. Do you know that? Jesus never called us Christians. By the way, Jesus never started a religion. 
Jesus never said, I am a religious guru. Jesus never said, I am a religious, I came here to establish religion. Jesus said, I am a king. My, I have a kingdom. My kingdom is internal, but it's also eternal. But it is here, but it's also yet to come. This is how Jesus lived. And when Jesus said, follow me, he was not asking us to follow your religion. He was asking us to follow, to become a citizen of, the, of his kingdom. Amen. Now, this is the beautiful part. When Saul came to know Jesus, he thought he is persecuting the religious people. But Jesus met with him and said, Saul, you are persecuting me. And he gave his life to Jesus. Then Saul started traveling the world, sharing the gospel. So, but Saul did not have a covering. Saul did not have somebody to help him out. Because the people, even the apostles, even the church leaders, they were scared of Saul. They said, I could never come close with this guy because this is the guy who is killing us, who is putting us in prison. I could not handle this guy. But you know what? There was Barnabas who said to the people, don't worry, he's not the same. You know how many times people know us of our past Oh, I know Charles. Oh, I know this person. I know what he did. But they don't know where we are at now with the Lord. And people always judge us for where we were. But we need a Barnabas to stand with us and say, this is not the same Saul. In fact, Saul changed his name to Paul, which is not a very religious name. Paul is actually a, a Greek name for the people in those places. Saul was a Hebrew name. Paul was a Greek name. So when Paul mentioned, it's like telling I'm a missionary to Tamil Nadu. And if you say Mr. Rogers is the missionary to Tamil Nadu, people will be like, Rogers? That doesn't sound Tamil, right? But if you say, I am Mr. Rajagopal, Mr. Kumar, a missionary to Tamil Nadu. People will say, oh yeah, that makes sense. So Saul and Paul, it's not a, yeah, a very holy name or anything. It's just a different name change to identify with the culture. So here was Barnabas who said to Saul, to the apostles, he said, hey, this guy used to be a bad guy, but he's not a bad guy anymore. He's a good guy. He now knows the Lord. Now look at this verse. Beautifully says, Verse 26, he found him, he brought him back to Antioch for the entire year. They met with others and the church and instructed large numbers. And it was in Antioch the disciples were first called Christians. What is a Christian? The word Christian means, Christ means anointed. So the word Christian means someone who carries the anointing. Are you carrying the anointing? Amen. What is anointing? Anointing is not helps you to be a lunatic to roam up and down. Anointing doesn't make you to be a, a frozen popsicles or a holy roller. Anointing is God's ability and power in you to do things that you can never do on your own. That's anointing. I need that anointing. Do you need that anointing? Every single day I need that anointing. It's not name change. Sometimes we think Christianity is to do with name change. It's not a name change. You know, today Ramasami becomes tomorrow Richard after baptism. That's not Christianity. It's not, you know, doing a sign. Christian living is following 
Jesus. That's called Christian living. I was lost, now I am found. I was dead, now I am alive. That is Christian living. Amen. So what, what makes us Christians different from others? There's only one thing that makes us different. Not our appearance. Not because you took the, the potu or bindi out. Not because any of those. Those things doesn't make any sense. You can still keep your potu. Doesn't make any sense. What does make sense is that I was towards the death. Jesus' life came, rescued me from death to life. Hallelujah. That's Christian living. There is nothing else we can explain. My grandfather was a Hindu temple priest. He stood before the temple. He used to make those mantras every single day. One day he came to know Jesus through a simple track distribution. His name was called Bala Subramaniam. It's a Tamil, you know, it's a Tamil Brahmin name. He came to know Jesus. But God set him free. See, Christianity is not a name change. It's a life change. Amen. So this is what happened. The people around in Antioch, which is not in Jerusalem, in Antioch, which is nowadays it's called modern day Turkey. It's, a, it's far from Jerusalem. But they saw these Christians, the bunch of local people, living something different. They say, you must be Christian. What are they saying? You carry the anointing. So, let's translate it in 21st century. How this is going to work out. Your name, maybe, you know, whatever name, like Sarai, Jesse, Isaac, Tamil, Logi, Priya, Sharon. Ordinary names. Names that doesn't, you know, have big meanings or whatever but Christ lives inside when you live that life of Christ inside to people, people see a difference and they say wow, he looks like Tamil he looks like Spanish he looks like South Indian he looks like North Indian he looks like us but something inside of him is different what is that? Christ in me is the hope of glory Amen? That's what we are preaching. We are not preaching name change. We are not preaching religious change. We are not preaching any other, you know, kind of denomination change. We are preaching Jesus did not turn bad people into good people. Jesus came to turn dead people into alive. Amen? Look at someone and say, please turn your neck, okay? And look at someone in their eyes and say, Thank God you are alive. Amen. Come on. Look at someone and say, Thank God you are alive. Thank God you are alive. Thank God. Amen. Let's make it specific. I thank Jesus for you to make you alive. Amen. Amen. Now, look at this. Beautiful. I, I, I want to wrap it up. Everyone needs a Barnabas. What it means to be called a son of encouragement. Okay. So maybe here you may. I had Barnabas in my life. I have Barnabas in my life. I have leaders. One of my leaders are uh, Gabriel and Patricia. They are our Barnabas. They are the leaders of Spain. 
and they are our barnabas since we started our journey they used to stay with us you know they even come here a few times they have visited here you know poured out many zoom calls late nights we would pour into their lives they would pour into our lives so we have barnabas i have when i grew up in the missions youth, youth with a mission it's also called youth without any money so in that organization when i joined uh, in south africa and this leader was a south african guy i mean i was 24 years that was 21 years ago you know now don't do the math how old i am i'm still young in the lord so when i was 24 years when i went to south africa this tall 6 foot 4 inch guy south african he took me inside his arm and he blessed me and mentored me and become a barnabas in my life estefan hugo how do you how this son of encouragement barnabas is called to first one they see a diamond in the trash if you're taking notes take notes if you're not taking notes take notes it's important they see a diamond in the trash the barnabas spirit always see a diamond in the trash the people who don't have that barnabas spirit they will always see the trash every time they will complain somebody said if you complain you remain if you praise god will raise you up amen they always complain they'll say oh man india oh so dirty oh everybody is peeing on the road everybody doing they complain but they don't see the diamond in the trash a barnabas spirit sees the diamond in the trash number 2 they see a potential in a person they see a potential in a person they say this person has got rough edges but if we polish them if we come together with them they can shine for jesus amen you all had leaders like that right that's why i am here where i am because people did not just see a problem they see potential in me i remember many years ago when i was in this same organization called youth with a mission and uh, the leaders want me to become the training director in vivam amsterdam and uh, they had to do some kind of evaluation and couple of people they were like charles is not ready to be the training director because he is still uh, very much uh, indian uh, i mean you can never change indian out of india you know you can take the indian out of india but you can never take the india out of the indian so they were like charles is bit uh, i remember my leader he is a jew he used to say charles this guy has got potential i want to risk with him you understand there must be we must have leaders who can risk with you to see people come through that's what i do with our brothers here we risk with them to say you can do this you can go farther you can you can develop your skill why because when you have barnabas with you god's full potential will be released over your life amen number 3 it deals with temporary matters with eternal perspective that's what barnabas do they don't look at the temporary things with temporary mindset they will look with an eternal perspective they will always say yes look at barnabas he looked at saul all the apostles are saying no this guy is a bad guy he killed us he shouldn't be with us but then barnabas said no look this guy is good imagine if there was no barnabas in saul's life we will not have one third of the new testament yes or no who wrote 13 books out of 26 books in the new testament paul wrote and who is paul 
who was trained under the ministry of Barnabas, the son of encouragement. Number four, he rules with the heart. Of, this is a beautiful thing. You should take notes. Rule with the heart of a servant. At the same time, serves with the heart of a king. Isn't it beautiful? Rules with the heart of a servant. Serves with the heart of a king. That's the leadership quality of a person. Leaders, listen, a true leader does not defined by the title he carries. Hello? A true leader doesn't need titles to lead. Leadership is an authority. It's an inguilt authority. The more you're willing to serve, the more can God trust you with leadership. Amen? And the last but not the least, uh, he never gives up on people. Barnabas never gave up on Saul. He said, I will be with him. You know who was Barnabas? He was the first person to serve. If you read Acts chapter 4, it's in one of the slides you will see. He was the first one who gave generously to the Lord. He was the first one in serving the people. This is the spirit of encouragement. Now, I want to wrap it up by giving you some takeaways. What it takes to be a son of encouragement. Let's learn from the life of Barnabas. How can we learn? Do you want to learn? I want to learn. I do not want to leave this facility just picking a box like, I went to church, fine. I ate some ghee rice with chicken 65. That's not the reason we are here. We want to learn. Okay. Number one, he was a good man. The good man, the world says good, definition of good, the world goodness is different. But the, world's, the word of God defines goodness differently. It says he was good both in his private life and public life. What does that mean? His life at the same standard. Your charisma and your character never contradict. It's the same. So do you want to be a Barnabas? Learn to be the same person in public, also in private. You know, after the sermon... Maybe one or two of you will come and say, Charles, this was very good. Thank you for preaching. I get all the time compliments. Everywhere, wherever the Lord takes me. Last week I was preaching in Amsterdam. People come and say, thank you so much. Beautiful. I said, but you know what? The greatest compliment is not here. With my wife. With my children. Do you understand? This is a stage life. This is only 40 minutes a week. Off stage life. I should be the same person. If my wife thinks, oh no, I'm married to this Tamil jerk. You know, my life is kaput. You understand? Guys, are we learning something here? Because we can shine with our charisma on stage, but if we don't so well in our character, when it off stage, we miss the whole point. So I want to encourage you. The son of encouragement was a good man. Number two, he was full of the Holy Spirit. Some people are not full of the Holy Spirit. They are some full of something else. You know what I'm saying, huh? Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to say that. You're preaching, streaming, people are watching. But he was full of the Holy Spirit. What does that mean? Holy Spirit was living in and through that person. Number three, he was a man of faith. Without faith... You can never please God. Christianity hangs on one word. What is that? Faith. 
God so loved the world, he gave his son. To receive this son, you need to have faith. Amen. And number four, his character sustained his charisma. Do, is our, do, our character sustains our charisma. We can preach well. We can sing well. We can pray well. We can give well. We can do miracles. We can do wonders. All those things. But our character, how are we handling opposite sex? How are we taking care of our finances? How are we taking care of the little needy ones? How are we vulnerable and be open to the poor and needy? If we miss all those things, let me tell you, charisma can take you to the top, but it's the character that keeps you on the top. Amen? Many times we want charisma. We want to be elevated first. We wanted to be you know, on the top of the chain. But man, it all starts with character. Are you willing to serve? Are you willing to be the Barnabas to someone? And last but not the least, is humility attracted God's favor. That's so fascinating. Barnabas could put his life on the line and say, take Saul, it's okay. He's a good guy. I vouch for him. And because of his humility to put his life on some, for somebody, God gave him extraordinary favor. Do you know, when Barnabas and Saul started the ministry, even Saul had a fight with Barnabas because there was a guy called Mark. Mark did not stay with them in the journey. He ran away. But Barnabas took Mark, encouraged him, discipled him. And later Paul became a great missionary. Paul writes and says, bring Mark. He was, he is needed for my ministry. That is Barnabas spirit. Who never gives up on people. My brothers and sisters, maybe some of you are thinking, Charles, I'm not a leader. I'm just a student. I'm just visiting. But listen to me. Every single person is a leader. The first person you need to lead is yourself. Amen. And every single person is an influencer. Because everyone has somebody that you can pour into their lives. Even your friends. You know, even your, when you have Wi-Fi party. Do you know what is a Wi-Fi party? I learned that very recently. Bunch of friends, they all good BFF. They come together. They don't talk, but they bring your phones. They sit together in the circle, have Wi-Fi party. They order things together. Gifta, have you done that? Yes, many times. Yes. So that's called, you know, even in that time, you could still preach, speak into someone's life. Now, these are the two questions I want to ask. You can take a photo of this or you can even you know, write it down. Do you have Barnabas in your life? Do you have Barnabas in your life? Do you have somebody to encourage you? If yes, who is that person? If no, how can you find that person? And number two, which is equally important, are you a Barnabas to someone? Do somebody look at you and say, when I hang out with you, I'm encouraged. When I talk to you, I'm motivated. When I meet with you, when I pray with you, I always come one step closer to Jesus. Amen? That's my prayer for you. That's what we learn from the book of Acts chapter 11. Barnabas searched for Saul. The son of encouragement, people who carry the Barnabas spirit 
always look for people how they can pour into people's life. They are not me-centered. They are Christ-centered. Why don't we all stand up? We'll pray. Here are some announcements. If you have missed any of our sermons, you can watch them by logging in on Papa's House through YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes and Facebook. We have a family support program where we support single mothers and their children by getting provisions through finances and opportunities to earn a livelihood through small businesses. Every Friday, through our homeless feeding program, our team prepares and distributes food packets for homeless people in and around Velour. We would encourage you to join us in this program by either preparing or distributing food packets and also by considering making your generous contributions through your finances. If you consider yourself to be a part of Papa's house, then we would encourage you to send your tithes and offerings. But if you are visiting Papa's house for a few occasions and led by the Spirit and you feel that Papa's house has made a difference in your spiritual life and your connection with Christ, you could consider sowing a small seed through an offering. We would make sure it falls on the good soil so that it reads a good reward from God. You can find the details of the bank accounts and Google Pay should you decide to send in your offering to us. We will intimate to you once we have received it. Also, here are the links on how you can reach and follow us.